0: Welcome to 90% Mental. I'm your host, Graham Parr, and thank you for joining us for our 26th episode. Today's topic is going to be about music, but it's going to be a different type of music, mindset music. It's probably fair to say that most people have a connection when they listen to music, whether if it motivates them or if it calms them down. And the power of music in my life is beautiful, and, and I use it in so many ways to Not only to calm myself down or motivate myself, but to also work with athletes or performers to get their mind right. And today, I have Graham Betchart, who is an NBA mental skills coach, who's going to talk about mindset music, an album that he created that's going to unlock your potential. And I can't wait for you to listen to this album. This album will be released on a link after the show, and also at the end of my show, I'm going to be sharing with you a little bit of some of his songs on my outro. So really excited to have not only my mentor, but an incredible man that's doing a lot of great work within our field. So let's go talk to Graham.
1: Hey, Graham, how are you? Grant, great to be here, man. I'm doing great.
0: I love it. I love it, man. I am I'm so, so excited to have you on my show. Um, we're going to be talking about some really cool and neat things that probably a lot of people in our field haven't really been introduced to, which is mindset music, and I know that you've dedicated your your pretty much the last two decades to providing mental skills training to executives and MBA players and high school and collegiate athletes, but you're you're kind of throwing a new little twist in our in our game, if you will, and I can't wait to talk a little bit about it, yeah. and um, your passion in leading with mental skills training is just awesome.
1: And thank you, Grant. It's uh it's an honor to be here on your show, man. And I'm so proud of you with everything you're doing and how your career is blowing up and anything I can do to add value, uh, add some enthusiasm to this field. I feel like that's what I bring to the table is a little bit of life and a little bit of energy. You know, I, I what I always say is energy is my offering, you know, that's what I have. So the skills that I'm teaching and all that stuff, none of that is new, right? Sports psychology or mental training or even you know, if you go study samurais, you know, they were really into peak performance training. This stuff's been around forever. And I think it's just about how do we bring it to people? Um, how do we connect with them? Do we meet them where they are? Do we, do we introduce this stuff in a way that people can open their mind to? Um, and that's a lot of the fun for me. And that's where I feel a lot of the creativity is how do we get this to people? You know, visualizing, meditation, positive self talk, this has been around forever. You know, this stuff's been around forever. For me, it's always the joy. What brings out the fun for me is how do we get it to people? How do we make this simple? And how do we get it to where they go, hey, you know, this makes sense. Right. Right. Let's just have some fun and do it.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, and for my listeners, if you haven't had a chance to, you know, witness Graham's, you know, work, whether if it's, you know, been on YouTube or or in person um, or even listen to his app, and he'll get into a little bit about his app and Lucid, But the the passion, the energy that he brings to this skill is just, it's motivating, it's contagious, and and you'll definitely, you will hear it um, as we move forward with this interview. So again, man, I, I can't wait to get into this a little bit more with you. I'm excited. You know, always when I start my show, to set the tone, and I can't wait to hear your answer on this, but I ask everybody, what does mentally tough mean to you? So what does mentally tough mean to you?
1: Yeah, really really good question. Uh, For me, what it means is the ability to show up and be present and have all of your faculties here in this moment right now, meaning your intention, your energy, your focus, everything be here in this moment, regardless of what's going on in this moment. So for me, mental toughness is being present when you really don't want to be present and showing up when maybe your instinct's I don't want to be here at all. It's just really uncomfortable. And you, you're like, you know what? I'm going to be present, period. You know, so that's, that's kind of my main philosophy. Is if you can show up and you can play present, that's, that's 90% of it. It's just showing up to where you are and, and coming all in. So for me, the mentally tough people that I see, man, they constantly show up present, no matter what. they just like, I'm going to be here. And it is really uncomfortable, but I'm still here. And uh, I have the utmost respect for people that continue to show up present no matter how daunting the situation. The most daunting I've ever seen is uh, my wife give birth. That's the most crazy situation I've ever been in in my life. And that's a situation where you really want to bail from the present, right? I mean, you want to bail from the present. And uh, you have to constantly remind yourself, no, this is where I want to be. This is what I want to do. I want to be here. Uh, Because obviously you're dealing with incredible pain and whatnot. So I I see my wife as the greatest champion ever, man. (laughs) Yeah,
0: beautiful, beautiful. Now, when you think of an athlete, uh, and you've worked with tons of athletes, yeah. what what athlete comes to mind right now? When when you think of a mentally tough athlete, whether it it's a pro, collegiate, high school athlete, well, who, yeah. who comes to mind? Who's just the ultimate mentally tough athlete?
1: Uh, well, I'll you know I'll give you a couple examples. You know one one is Aaron Gordon. You know Aaron Gordon plays for the Magic. I've yep. been training him since he was eleven years old. So we have a great relationship. He's been doing mental training for 10 years. Um, I consider him an extremely mentally tough person. And, uh, he's, he's really down to show up and be present no matter what. And a great example for him is, uh, he had to work on his jump shot. He had to learn how to shoot a basketball and that takes years to understand how to shoot a basketball. And so for him, he had to be extremely vulnerable, extremely uncomfortable and continue to shoot and practice his his craft while a lot of the shots were not going to go in. And he remained present through the latter part of high school, through college, through the early part of his MBA career to allow himself to have, you know, what's kind of going on this year where he's having an experience where some shots are going in and he's able to do that. So most people don't give themselves that opportunity to grow, but he, he's committed to always growing and the growth mindset. And so he it's really hard to show up present when the ball won't go in the hoop and that's what you're paid to do, you know, and that's part of the deal and you have to show up through that process to do it. So I consider him a a really, you know, mentally tough athlete who's courageous and, and down to work on being present and doing that. And, you know, he's been doing it for a long time. So it's not like it's a quick fix or any kind of overnight success. So that leads me to one of my other favorite athletes. And it's a kid named Richard Lee. When I was coaching at, Mission High School in San Francisco, Richard Lee wasn't good enough to make the basketball team. Uh, So we had him as the manager. And what Richard did was he managed the team for four years. And every day he heard us talking about mindset, teaching mindset, and he just soaked this language up. And he understood about being present. He understood the power of moving on to the next play and not beating yourself up when things don't go your way and constantly just move forward forward. Uh, Long story short, he ended up going to UC Berkeley after high school, and he was a writer, and he kept applying for a writing job within the UC Berkeley paper, and he got turned down 11 times from getting a job, but he kept telling himself, so what next play, so what next play, keep applying, and he ended up applying the 12th time, and he got denied again, didn't get the job. They were so impressed with his ability to keep showing up and keep being present, that instead of Uh, giving him the job he was applying for. They ended up making him the senior editor of the UC Berkeley paper. And his final piece, his final uh, writing piece was writing about the power of next play and the power of the grittiness of no matter what, keep moving forward. And he references his time at mission high school uh, where I taught as profound in his life development. And so that for me, I consider Richard Lee an amazing athlete. We're all athletes of life. Very few of us are going to make it to a professional level, but Richard Lee is now in his mid twenties and he's a professional in life and he's doing amazing. And he has this grittiness and this resiliency that, yeah, I got, I mean, how many people do you know that applied for the same job 12 times you wow. know, and got turned down 12 times. And then all of a sudden you become the person in charge wow. of the whole paper. So that I look at it two ways. Like, yes, Aaron Gordon is a phenomenal athlete. He's also six foot nine and was born being able to jump 45 inches off the ground. You cannot teach that. that's, that's what you got but you can work on your jump shot and being vulnerable and going through that experience he did that and richard lee was 5 foot 3 and you know couldn't jump 45 inches off the ground and he couldn't even make the team but he still took this mindset and applied it to life and amazingly doing great and it doesn't mean he's not failing he got rejected 12 times he just didn't stop you know so that to me is what this is all about man and uh you know if you don't stop yourself right you cannot be stopped and that's true you know so
0: man that's two examples there that's beautiful
1: and, you know it's
0: it shows the the validity and the power of of our work like this this the mental yes. skills training if you if you work at it and if you're bought in and you believe in it it works and those two stories are just a you know it's it's the real deal right there you know it just shows the the, the power of it yeah beautiful and
1: know for people out there that are doing this work or teaching or involved in this space you never know who's listening You never know. I never knew Richard Lee was taking this in so seriously. I mean, you know, I was coaching the basketball team, right? We're working on mental training, you know, with essentially the basketball players, right? Richard Lee's this manager, but he's hearing what you're saying every single day for like over 1,200 days, right? And then it sticks. So as you're doing this work, just know, you never know who you're impacting. You never know who's listening, but man, they are so grateful. Um, And it's so refreshing at the end where you realize someone like that is getting immense value from this and it's changing his life. And I just, that's the kind of stuff I love, you know?
0: I love it. I love it. I love hearing those stories. It's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, you've done some really great things throughout your career. Um, a few things that I want to uh, point out, you know, what you wrote a book, uh, Play Present, uh, which is a, a guide for, for all athletes, but also your peers. For me, I, I use it all the time. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a great book. And and you also started a company called Lucid, uh, which is a mental skills training app. Tell me a little bit about Lucid and the app, which would be a great segue of going into Mindset Music. Yeah.
1: Well, first of all, you know, getting a chance to write Play Present, I have had so many people that helped me out. and This is something I want to like talk to people about. Is My philosophy has always been collaboration, is work with other people. And when you look at the book Play Present, it's beautifully designed. I had an incredible designer named Mary Terrell, who I worked with just incredible the way she placed the images and the words. I mean, everything in that book is calculated to be something that is read with ease and to be something that you just kind of go into and it just flows. And I had an incredible artist named Shamari Smith who did all the original artwork. So we tried to bring it to life and make it something that it was more than just words and information. It was almost an experience, you know, to go through it. And I'm so fortunate because in my career, big philosophy I had is help everyone around you win. And with helping people around me win, I was able to do a lot of collaborations with people and we kind of do partnerships where maybe I'm doing some coaching for them and they're helping me with some art. So the book is really a collaboration of me and several other really talented people. And that book led to Lucid, right, which was a tech company in San Francisco. And a couple years ago. There was this tech company who wanted to build a mental training app, and all they were looking for was content and a voice. Essentially, all I had was content and a voice. (laughs) So we ended up being a perfect fit for each other. So they acquired PlayPresent and all the language in there, and we put that language out on the app. And we recorded uh, like several hundred mental training workouts, and we put it on the Lucid app. And we call the mental training workouts uh, MVPs. And the M stands for meditation, the V stands for visualization, and the P stands for positive self-talk. So we tried to use a popular little abbreviation MVP and flip it and make it into something mental and then give people daily five-minute little MVPs, right? And so our goal was to meet people where they are. We're not talking about hour-long or four-day silent retreats. That's all awesome. But we wanted to meet people where they are and just do some basic basic mental training, five minutes a day. We thought that was reasonable. We put it on an app, you know, everyone's got an app and a phone these days. So we may as well uh, connect with people there. And that was our philosophy, you know, was, Hey, make it simple, make it easy, make it, meet them on the phone where they are. So now you don't have to like be around someone like you, Grant, or someone like me, you can, you can simply just get the app and you can start doing your mental training every day. And on the app is another incredible a uh, mindfulness instructor, peak performance expert named George Mumford, and George, of course, taught Phil Jackson mindfulness. Worked with Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, amongst ever, um, amongst others. He is a legend, and I love him dearly. And uh, you know, having a chance to talk to him and hear stories about Michael Jordan is pretty cool. <laughs> right? And uh, yeah, you know, so we, <laughs> so we built that app, and Lucid is cool, man. Lucid is slowly but steady growing, getting into different markets, and as people kind of slowly hear about it, and they're seeing the value it adds, um, it's, it's a nice little app we built, you know, and I'll, I'll always be an advisor for that company and help them out. Uh, but I found myself towards the end of it, m- I missed being with teams and humans. You know, I was doing a lot of work on a microphone in, in a studio, doing a lot of recording, which was awesome. I literally called myself an MC. You know, I, I tried to like own the role of becoming this recording artist and doing that. But I missed being with a team. You know, I miss being with a group. So I find myself now kind of gravitating more to teams and groups again. But I think this is what you want to talk about a little bit towards the end of Lucid. i had been recording so often and doing so much on a microphone. We had this idea that what if we put music behind the coaching, right? And we were like, wait a second, all pretty much all athletes listen to music on some level. So what if we took all this coaching we're doing and just hired a producer and maybe made an album? And so that's what we started doing is we hired this incredible producer named Frederick Alexander, a musician from Stanford who I connected with in 2012. when we were both working with the basketball team and, you know, we formed a relationship and we made an album together and, you know, we called it Mindset Music. And we were like, hey, let's let's just take this coaching, put Frederick's incredible music talent behind it. And, you know, I'm doing the same stuff I always do. I'm just coaching. And and he he put music behind it. And so we made this album and we called the album Unlocked. And it's 10 original songs, all designed to unlock you and help you release your full potential and get out of your own way. And I had like the biggest blast doing it with Frederick. And I feel like extremely proud to have been vulnerable enough to put myself out there in that space. You know, to put your voice out there in the world is for me was extremely scary. Uh, to do that but I thought this is my responsibility to do it and if I'm going to teach these skills I should probably be living these skills on a deep level so I really appreciate the mental training because it forces me to constantly grow and constantly expand my mind and kind of live this stuff and uh never in my wildest dreams did I think I'd be a part of an album Grant you know what I mean (laughs) like actually recording an album man like I knew I had a book in me I knew I was going to knock that out that took me 10 years it took everything I had this is going to sound crazy. The album, we probably recorded the album in seven days. And we wow. it all just came so naturally to me and was so, I don't want to say easy, but it's like your lifetime's work adds up to this little moment where you can go in the studio and you're like, I already know the words to say, you know, because I've been working on these words for 15 years. And here they are. And it just is going to come out in this little three-minute song. And I also realized that recording in a studio is different than being live. I'm used to being live and you just kind of, it's like improv. You always have to go in a studio. You can just let it rip and then be like, all right, let's do another take. <laughs> let's right. do another take. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can literally do it over. It's not like a sporting event where there are no do overs. So I realized how to just kind of be free in the studio and you could work on a song five times. And then at the very end, the producer and engineer, they just put it together. So it looks like you recorded the song once, you know what I mean? Right. I almost felt like I was cheating, <laughs> but, uh, Yeah, you know, I learned a lot, and I learned a lot about music and how to do it, and in my mind, I have four more albums that I can record, and I don't know where they came from, but they're right there in my mind, and it's all I have to do is get back in the studio and do it. Um, I'm not saying Frederick has all that time to go put something like this together, because he was the one that did the hard work, man, mastering it, engineering it, making the music. I mean, it's just amazing. I'm just talking on a microphone. I don't really consider that super hard, but... I do want to do some more and man, I love music grant. So it was, it was a blast, man, like a super blast. And to say I've written a book and been a part of recording an album with incredible team, just kind of like blows my mind, man. Like it, I'm just, I feel honored and humbled and I'm I'm hoping it's helping people. You know, that was my main goal is really to put this out there and unlock people, man, and help them kind of free themselves and, and do what they're supposed to do here in this world, full power, you know,
0: that's great man that's it's awesome yeah how did you when you when you started to going into this uh this adventure of creating this album how did you come up with the content because you have almost two decades of content in your mind how how did you like select this content for (laughs) 10 songs
1: i i would say uh it's an exact process that we were doing meaning The content was already kind of there, right? I've been doing it for a couple of decades. So you kind of have this whole ball of stuff in your head. It's just about organizing it. And we tried to just organize a way that we're going to take someone through an experience through the album. So every song is calculated to lead you through an experience, to bring you to an emotional crescendo in the middle of the song, middle of the album, right around songs, you know, five and six, you come to an emotional crescendo and then it kind of relaxes you at the end. So we bring you to a peak. And then we kind of relax you at the end. So it's got a real, it's got real integrity to it. It's not just random, right? The beats per minute, everything is organized to have you become aware and to have an experience with where we are on the album, taking you through unlocking yourself. And the album is designed to help you manifest whatever it is you're trying to manifest in this world. You know, whatever it is that that your heart is telling you you're here to do, or you feel like clearly my purpose is this like you kind of going all in with sports site grant and making that bold move, you know, to go all in with your career. Right. Um, I believe you knew that on your gut level for a while. And it just takes the right moment to like when you go for it. And our album is designed to help people through that process. And it's designed to listen to it every day. And as you listen to it every day, it's going to help guide your behavior and help guide you towards what we believe is your deepest calling where, which is where all your power is and all your motivation is and all your drive and all your, relentless energy that can't be stopped but to get to that right you do have to work through some stuff as the great george mumford said you know like you are unlocking your masterpiece you have to do some work to get to your masterpiece though right that's your work that's the training is getting through whatever your limiting beliefs are your old stories or whatever it's telling you not to do what your purpose is we want to help you work through that so you can get to that source and then when you get to that divine source that deep purpose i mean look out, right.
0: Right.
1: Because it starts to do its own thing. And then your job is to really serve and follow and, and make sure you're serving that purpose every day. So, uh, but making that jump from getting to what you know, you're supposed to do and where you are means you're going to have to be incredibly vulnerable a lot. So we wanted to make a musical accompaniment to support people on their own journeys, you know,
0: beautiful, beautiful. And how, how did you go about picking, obviously you, you're writing the content, but when it comes to the music and picking the beats, how'd you guys go about doing that? Because when you look at all your songs, and, and I'll just read, there's a there's a f- you know few of them like where you have you know unlock and purpose and relentless. You know these yep. are t- titles of of your tracks. Now, when I was listening to it, you did a really good job of taking this the beat and the music and the rhythm, and really synced the message and the music yeah. together and it created this feeling, now I'm very kinesthetic so I, I felt it really quick yeah. every song, so how did you guys come with the yeah. come with the idea and the concept of solidifying the songs with the beats
1: well you know Frederick and I uh, been around each other for five or six years, we were at Stanford when Stanford was with like Dwight Powell and Josh Hustis and Jason Randall and I'd been working with those guys since they were in high school and you know Frederick had been there at Stanford for a while connecting with them and We just vibed, and then we realized, like, oh, Frederick does all this music stuff. And, you know, we we'd started talking for years and building it. So by the time we got to the studio together, we'd had this relationship where we understood each other. We were connected with each other. I had been training him for a little while, so he understood the message I was trying to get across. And I also told him, hey, you need to coach me in this studio. I need you to help me bring out the most authentic voice and get this to the world, and you know what you're listening for. And so he would coach me and I would let him coach me. And he would tell me, hey, I grandma, I need more. And what you can see on some of the songs is I'm bringing a lot of force on some of the songs and some of the songs, I'm very gentle and calm, you know? And so it's totally different because we all need different things to get to where we need to go. So we just kind of had this natural chemistry. And of course the content I've been working on for years, I've been working on these words for years and years. So the words kind of came out naturally because frankly, we had done the, like Frederick had been working on music since he was singing in a gospel choir when he was a kid growing up, going to the Baptist church, you know, so this is essentially a lifetime's work for both of us coming together to make this album with decades of work behind both of us to get it. And that's all I can say is, you know, we put in the years and years of work to create this thing. And then when it's time to create it, you know, it just kind of happens because we'd already been he, it wasn't like Frederick was just learning how to make music. He'd already been doing it for a long time. And I'd been working on the works for a long time. The thing that kind of surprised me was the way we recorded it is Frederick would play the beat. And then I would just start coaching and I'm not singing, I'm not rapping, but somehow we were able to like find the beat and we were able to like coach with a rhythmic beat in the background. And I don't know where that comes from grant. I don't know. I don't know how I'm able to do that. It just kind of happened. And Perhaps I've found what I'm supposed to do. I'm not sure because it came. I've had several people say like that looked very effortless. And I was like, it wasn't effortless, but that that is something I can do. And I don't know how I'm able to speak and be on rhythm. Uh, Frederick calls it being in the pocket. Yeah. When musicians are in the pocket, they're with the rhythm and they're right with it. And the transitions are right with it. And they're able to move with it. I don't know where that comes from, man. Um, but that's what I discovered I have in that space was this ability to be with a beat and coach while I'm kind of talking with the beat. Cause it wasn't like I was coaching, and they put the music thereafter. I was coaching to the music. And so that was a cool discovery for me to like, see like, Hey, I think I might have something here. You know, it kind of, it kind of comes off a little bit natural. So I, I don't know, but th- that was pretty fun for me and not, you know, learning terms like being in the pocket. Like I didn't know that term. I'm learning music producer terms now right. you know, and all that kind of stuff. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh Yeah, man. It kind of, you know, it was so vulnerable putting myself out there for Lucid and I was putting myself out there for Lucid for years doing the content and it kind of leads to this album. So I'm kind of thankful I was vulnerable. I'm thankful that I did it for years because it kind of leads to this like, oh, look what we have. Right. Like made this little album, you know, and that (laughs) wouldn't have come unless we were really both down to be vulnerable, be uncomfortable and put yourself out there. And, you know, when it's your name behind what you're putting out there, it's different. Than when it's not your name, oh yeah, you know, because when it's your name, you're like, you're like, oh man, if they're gonna criticize it, they're criticizing me, and so it really makes you, again, get to the deeper levels of why you're doing this, why you're doing this work. Am I serving? Is this about my ego or am I, am I about helping people? Because if I'm about helping people, who cares what people say and critique it? Man, put this out there. People right. need this. Right. If I'm about my ego. Don't don't do it. I don't want to deal. You know, with the criticism. So. Right. You know, it's man. I, Super fun though, man.
0: Super fun. You know, it's it, when you were talking about kind of the the whole process. It, it is definitely it's it's spoken word. And when you were talking about being in the pocket, there, there's actually there's one song yeah. on there, yeah. uh, "Breathe." And the way that you, the the way that you were saying "breathe," okay. breathe, and it was the way that you were doing it, and with the yeah. beat, I was like, "How am I not supposed to focus on my breath right now?" Right? It was it was very like it just led you right into what you needed to do and it was just like wow this is this is some pretty cool stuff so yeah i i I agree with you i think this is uh calling for you and this comes natural and you know it's interesting you know 15 18 years ago when you started doing this work did you ever think you were going to be a spoken word or a voiceover
1: actor did you ever think that no not even close um you know, this is just one of the surprises when you jump on your journey and go all in, you know, what presents itself. Um, I really just consider myself a courageous person who was like, I'm just going to go all in and try this and do this and jump in, you know, a sports psych, psych so many years ago. And uh, it made me feel joy to do this work. And it was fun. So I was like, why not follow something that's fun and, and go all in? And I had to work my ass off and I still do. Grant, I never saw that, that coming, man, ever Not even it was almost like maybe I even like fought it, you know, one of those things where you're like, I don't want to do this thing that I know some point I'm like, I knew I had the ability to verbally communicate and I knew I love music, but I never put it together that one day we'd make an album. Uh, But two years ago, we were in the studio recording for Lucid and uh, Big Andrew Zimmerman, who partnered with me to form Play Present and just an incredible uh, mentor in my life, played at Stanford. He literally was like, hey, man, you and Frederick should make a song. And he planted that seed and we were like, what What are you talking about? He said, no, 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 do it right now. And then out of nowhere, Frederick was like, just so you guys know, I made a beat the other night and I think it might be perfect for now. He just put the beat on and I just let it rip, like no, no rehearsal, no anything. And that was the song Greatness. And it was the original song on the album. We made that just me and him spontaneously in like six minutes one night. And then once we made that song, we were like, if this happened so spontaneously and so easy, we kind of have to like go go explore this space, you know? So then we just made the album, you know? So it was kind of just there. And it it was just one of those magical things that like presented itself as you took a risk to try something else. You're like, wait a second. I know we're trying to build this app and, but, but look, what's here, like something's presenting itself. So that's what I was going to tell everyone. You have these goals and ideas of what you want in life, but when you remain present, you can really notice what's actually happening. Right. And our goal was to build this app. And we were like, wait a second, though, but there's an album here and no one knew it was here until we did it. And sometimes it took someone like Andrew Zimmerman being like, you have to make a song right. kind of like, OK, and you force yourself to do it. And you're like, turns out there is an album here, you know, and it was only here because we got vulnerable and went for it. Beautiful. So, you know, the concept we say is victory goes to the vulnerable. Yeah. So there was a little victory that that showed itself after allowing ourselves to be vulnerable. So that's cool.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Do you think you're creating a, a new musical genre with Mindset Music? Uh,
1: you know, I don't know if we're a – I frankly think music has always been delivering mindset. You know, uh, music can put you in a mood depending on what you're listening to. So it's always kind of been there. I know there's been some great people. Joshua Medcalf is a great mental skills trainer who I think of who made an incredible app where he's doing affirmations. I believe he has some music behind it. Eric Thomas, the great motivational speaker, has done several albums. Tony Gaskins, the great life coach, has also made some albums. Where, where you know they're kind of like inspirational albums, where they put like almost like a movie soundtrack behind it. Right. You know? and so what I've seen before is these great motivational speakers will go do a motivational talk, and then after the talk, they work with a producer who puts it kind of kind of puts a score behind them. Yeah. Um, to my understanding, us recording to the beats. I don't know if that had been done before in, in the mental training space or sports psychology space. So I'm hoping we've we've brought something new out there and I'm hoping there's some people out there that are listening to this and their creativity is getting sparked and they're like, wait a second, I know music and I know how to play the guitar, I know how to sing and they're like, this is a great way to reach people, you know, because I firmly believe that music mm-hmm. moves mindset, you know, and it always has. And if you can tap into that realm and get people to tap into music, what an incredible way to transfer these skills. And on a scientific level, Grant, it's called dual encoding. So when you teach someone something with music involved, it gives your brain a second chance to retain the information, because we can retain it with melody. And having a melody behind something helps you retain the information. Hence, if I started singing "Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star," everyone listening knows the lyrics. Right. Period. Even if I just hum, even if I just hum the melody, you already know what's going on because that that melody has trained you to understand the information that comes with that melody. So there's actually some pretty good science behind this, that, that learning this information with music helps you learn it at a deeper level. So we know it hits all the, all the good research trends and all that stuff. And I'm really hoping some people out there get, again, get their creativity sparked and we get more albums and we're making more ways to impact people's lives with music. I would listen to those albums. I'm hoping you make it just for me. I want to listen, you know, yeah, exactly. I, I want to listen <laughs> to more of these albums. I want, I want that. You know? Yeah. So I hope so, man. I really hope so
0: i I agree with you, I think music is a backdrop it's it's the soundtrack of our life if you if you allow it and there's like if you've ever watched a movie with no music, eh, the movie's really not that powerful, but when you you know yep. rocky for the you know yep. for the most part I mean rocky yeah. would just be just a kind of a boring movie, but that's the music when he's coming back yeah. right, and it motivates you and yeah, you know and and when I'm working with athletes, you know obviously when we talk about our inner dialogue and we're working with you know our positive self-talk a lot of times when we get into, into negative self-talk you know what I do is you know obviously I'm trying to teach them to to overcome those negative thoughts and have an inventory of, of positive self-talk or positive words and statements but I also tell them like if you're feeling negative get yourself out of that environment and put some music on and usually when that happens yeah, it just changes the whole environment and you forget about those negative thoughts and because when I get you know negative I always put on Journey, and I put on Don't Stop Believing. I know it's cheesy, but there you go. But that's, it that gets bad. me out of my negative realm.
1: Hey, Grant, I'll put it, put it like this, man. I've been lucky enough to work with some UFC fighters, and I've been in the locker room before they're about to fight. It's the most tense environment I've ever, ever been in, right? They're about to fight, and they're literally playing reggae. Don't worry you know don't worry be happy or right. don't worry about three little birds don't don't worry about a thing right and this is someone about to go pound someone's face in right and they're getting their spirit up with some bob marley you know and they're lively enough their spirit with that man so whatever your vibe is whatever music you you gravitate to do it man because it, just like you said music is the backdrop of our life you said better words than me but it is it's everywhere and a scary movie is not scary when you mute it Right. All of a sudden it's just someone walking down the hallway, but it's not scary anymore without music. They're just walking down the hallway, you know? So, yeah, if we can tap into this power, right, this ability to get into our emotions and help us perhaps create some emotions that are really positive and help us deal with situations. And, um, yeah, man, Journey, who doesn't rock out to Journey, man? Like... (laughs) I look at. I mean, I listen to like rap, reggae, rock, classical, anything, man. I was listening to like samurai flute music, like anything, man. Like another thing is not not athletes aren't always getting pumped up before they play. So many of them just need to relax and need to calm down and need to calm down. So it's not always about getting like jacked up, you know. A lot of it's like, oh, I actually need to relax, so I need like calm music, you know, like soothing music. Yeah. This is why I consider the album a training album. So I would almost say like, if you're in that point of your life where you have an idea of what you want to do in life and you want to go get after it, this is the time to listen to it. Because as you know, like we, even though once we have an idea of what we want, you're, you're still going to have to deal with all kinds of challenges and obstacles and that's life. And this album's to help you kind of persevere and stick with it and give you that juice and that energy that you need every day to go do your thing. So whether you're a salesperson, whether you're a surgeon whether you're an athlete or a teacher or a mom or a dad or a husband or a wife or anybody, this album's for you. If you're like, I'm, I'm going to go get it in life and I want to go live my purpose and discover who I am. Um, Let this album accompany you, you know, listen to it often. It's 30 good minutes of music, all designed with purpose. And uh, the more you can play it, right? The more you're going to get the words in, it's going to get repetitive and this stuff's going to stick with you. And And when it sticks with you, that starts to impact your behavior a little bit, right? Because it becomes a guiding voice for you when you're going through your life. That's kind of our philosophy. Let it knock, let it rock, you know, do your <laughs> thing. You're in the car, on your headphones, on a right. bus. We fully expect it to be played in arenas. You know, we want people to be listening to this stuff, you know, and doing it. And um I have to get comfortable myself with it playing in the, in the background. Sometimes it's awkward hearing your own voice. You know what I mean? You're just like, oh my God, that's so weird. And I'm like, man, let it knock, man. Let it rip, you know? Definitely. Put on some get your, get your 15 inch speakers and let it fucking boom. <laughs> yeah. Sorry for the language. not not problem.
0: <laughs> now, now you talked yeah. about arenas. Do you, do you plan on going on tour
1: and, and doing this live? Uh, I've accepted that that's a possibility. I mean, since this came up with us being vulnerable and when we just created this, I don't know where this is going to go, but I have fully accepted that we're probably going to have to go do this live and uh, I'm cool with that, you know, and we'll have to go perform it and, It could be in front of a team, in front of executives, sales team, I don't know, NBA team. But how cool would it be to be in a mental training session and all of a sudden you're being taught mental training to do like a music show, like a concert? Awesome. Right? So it's like you just get to go to a concert, but you're getting trained mentally the whole time. I think that might be something fun for athletes and kind of change the energy and the environment of how we teach this stuff a little bit. So Absolutely.
0: You know, it, it comes. We'll see where it goes. To, yeah, it comes to mind. Like, and I see this all the time. You know, when I'm I'm coaching a lot of my football players. But you know, it's pregame when when they're pregame and they're, and they're rocking their music, you can see them. They're you know they're bouncing. They're getting obviously mentally prepared, physically prepared for for competition. But that's when you were just talking. It was it gave me this image of like a pregame. Like I'm getting mentally talk to right get mentally squared up yeah and and i'm bouncing my head and i'm getting into it and i'm getting motivated and i'm feeling it it's kind of like this pre-game feel um so yeah i mean I, I think that's i think it's powerful and i think that maybe going live with this could be a really cool thing
1: yeah of course that forces me to face some demons you know going live doing music oh my god right. where's this going right. i have to like hold a microphone what am i doing But hey, man, this is the journey. I'm just going to keep showing up. (laughs) Right, right. You know, courage. Just try my best, man. It's uncomfortable, but you just show up. And if music is what I'm supposed to do, then I will show up and do it, you know? (laughs) Beautiful. Do you
0: ever plan on, like, collaborating with anybody else? Because you said you have another four more albums.
1: Uh, Yeah, man. I'm hoping that uh, people hear this album, that word gets out, and people come towards us. And I don't even know who that is. It could be other, it could be like a, an MC or someone who wants to do a verse on a song who's touched by the music we're doing, maybe like believes in some of the messages and maybe we get like a singer or a rapper or someone who plays guitar to be like, Hey, can I collaborate with you? And then say we do a song with like a Lupe fiasco or someone, right? Maybe we're able to reach more kids because they're like, Hey, Lupe joined like this mental coach and they're doing like some songs. What is this? You know what I mean? Right. Right. (laughs) <laughs> um, you know Jay cole comes to mind or like kendrick lamar some of these guys are really conscious and um you know doing something with them I'd, I'd love to do not sure they'd have to like get wind of this hear it catch a vibe from it and uh but we put it out there so when you put yourself out there man cool things happen so Absolutely. i'd love to collaborate with some people and you know continue to reach people and normalize this training you know
0: awesome how, how can my listeners get a hold of this music
1: Uh, I think it's at all, let's see, it's on like iTunes, right? You can go to iTunes. The album is called Unlock. It's under Lucid Performance. You can also get it on the Lucid website, getlucid.com. We have it up there. I'm really going to butcher all the other places you get music, but (laughs) where else do you get music besides iTunes? I'm pretty sure it's at all those places as well. Right. So, I don't even know what that means. I'm so tech, not smart, but (laughs) it's everywhere. Just the album's called "Unlock." It's by Lucid Performance. Grant, I'll even send you a link to it, man, if you want to just pass it out to everyone who's listening. I don't know how you do that. Oh, I can do that. Beautiful. um, I have a link for it. And then uh, maybe, uh, maybe it becomes like an intro song for your podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe it's like the intro music or the closing music, right? Hey, let's make a movie, man. Let's put some music to it.
0: <laughs> absolutely. Well, you know what I'm just going to tell you now is that you know, before we, we close up here, my outro, I'm going to actually put one of your songs on my outro on this episode so people can kind of get a grasp and a glimpse of okay. kind of what, what, what your music's all about. So I'm excited to do that. Um, where can my listeners wow. like,
1: follow you on social media? Oh God. Uh, where am I on social media? Um, play, uh, Twitter at play present. We have a Twitter handle. I'm not super live on social media. I tend to be pretty bad at that. Um, I just started helping out up basketball unlimited potential basketball. I know they have an Instagram, uh, site, man, I'm really terrible here, but, um, at train with lucid is lucid's, uh, handle. So I, for whatever reason, man, I, I tend to just not really be on social media myself too much. I don't know. That's just and, and then people can link in with I you on, link- on LinkedIn, right? You're on oh LinkedIn. yeah, oh yeah. L- LinkedIn, LinkedIn is like the like one of the social things. I tend to think that's pretty professional. It's not like a bragging contest or anything like that. So hit definitely hit <laughs> me up on LinkedIn. I'll definitely reach back out to you, connect with you if you want to talk. I'll give you my phone number and all that stuff. Awesome. No problem at all. Awesome. Yeah, man, Beautiful. Grant, this has been amazing, man. Wow.
0: Yeah, man, it's uh, again, I'm. I'm a follower of of your your message, and I, I love the way that you present this type of training. You you motivate me. I know you're going to motivate a lot of my listeners, and it's just it's been an honor to have you on my show. Just to hear your passion, not only about the training, about this music, and I just I love it, man. I'm I'm really honored to have you on my show. Oh, right on, Grant. I'm
1: so humbled by all this, and uh, I'm you know I'm a humble servant doing this work, and I just I'm going to keep showing up, keep serving. And we're going to keep doing our thing, keep helping people. And, uh, you know, big shout out again to Richard Lee, who was there behind the scenes, just listening as a manager at Mission High School. That's the kind of stuff that warms my heart and seeing people successful with this. And I want to say this to everyone listening. Remember this. If you keep showing up every day, if you keep coming into the present, if you keep telling yourself, hey, so what next play? And you don't stop yourself. You literally become unstoppable and you will discover who you are at the deepest level. Are you going to get rejected? Like all of the time, that, that doesn't even matter. Doesn't, that's not even what this note. It's do I keep showing up? That's where your joy and your happiness and your passion is. So remember that. Go live it. It's a choice. It'll make you do some really uncomfortable stuff, but you'll free your spirit and you'll unlock it. And I mean, that's why I'm here to talking to you now. You know, that's why I'm here. Beautiful. So I just want to keep spreading this message. And people like you, Grant, are doing phenomenal. And you inspire me to keep doing this. And um, just really appreciate your time and, and having me on, man. This is really an honor for me
0: appreciate it man it was awesome heck yeah come on man
1: do this anytime i'm so glad you decided to take that breath and get yourself present because you had the courage to do that an opportunity awaits you your destiny awaits you and you may not see it right in front of you because it might be right behind you right in your blind spot but if you turn around and look right now there's a doorway And there's a doorway that has presented itself because you had the courage to come to this moment and stop running. Stop fearing what life would be like when you fully live.